Hello, I'm Jada, and welcome to the Soul Via Soul podcast, where we chat about all things wellness, mind, body, and soul. I'm a medically trained physician assistant and a licensed professional therapist. So welcome, and let's dive in. Knowing that I had to make a decision, being afraid what would happen if I would make the wrong decision, what if this doesn't align with what I'm supposed to be doing, what do I even want to be doing? Having three kids getting ready to graduate, I, I already know that they all feel this sense of fear. The day-to-day the -day do the hard thing to make the hard things easier became easier over time. There's times, I think, where we really do grow exponentially. Mm -hmm. And this is one of those times. I got to a breaking point and I was like, this is not for me. Like that literal day made such an impact on the rest of my life. Maggie, I'm so glad to have you in my garden. I'm so glad to be here. <laughs> <laughs> so for those people who may not know, you are like the marketing guru behind Solvia Soul. Like you, <laughs> you take my ideas and you turn them into real life things. So it's so fun to actually have you on this side of the camera <laughs> and to pick your brain a little bit about life as a young adult. So I have three kids graduating this weekend from college and it's the it's season. A big time. <laughs> it's a big time. So um, I thought it would be really a good topic to talk about this really transitional time in a person's life when they graduate from college and life unrolls. And so you are the perfect person to chat about young adulthood and that transitional phase. So tell us what that was like for you. So I think just going back to high school, so I think it helps kind of along my own personal storyline. When I was you know, like a junior and a senior, I really struggled with that like excitement of going away to school. I felt like everybody around me was excited and looking at schools and I was dragging my heels. <laughs> I was like, what is wrong with me? Like, why don't I want to go away? I think I was... I was definitely afraid of leaving home because I just didn't know what there was out there in the world for me. And I mm -hmm. think it's just like that kind of just scared of change. I always have been. So I think that was the very first time when I was a junior in high school that I really felt like those big feelings, like those big adult feelings. That's like, oh my gosh, I have to make a decision that's going to impact me for the rest of my life. I think that was where a lot of like the biggest struggle was for me was just knowing that I had to make a decision, being afraid what would happen if I would make the wrong decision. What if this doesn't align with what I'm supposed to be doing? What do I even want to be doing? So going into college, then I did finally I, I decided to go to a small private school up in um, Wisconsin, Carroll University, which for me was like the, the best. It was two it was two hours away from home. Um, it was a small school. I did decide to swim there, which was a part of my life growing up for so long and being a high school three sport athlete. Like athletics had always been a part of my life. 
So going away, I think that was part of like, I was going to go to school, going to college, and I was afraid that I was leaving like that part of my life behind. Mm -hmm. So when I finished my swim season, my senior year of high school, I was like, I'm done. Like, I can't believe that this chapter is over. I'm not an athlete anymore. So when I went to, I went to visit uh, school and I found out that they had a swim program and it was like, all of a sudden I was like, I'm going to swim in college. I'm going to be an athlete again. Like, this is great. You know, (laughs) I didn't know that about you. And I'm going to share just a tiny bit of that. You know, a little bit about my story because we share, we share the love of athletics Mm -hmm. and um, we're both triathletes and now, but you started in swimming. I started in running. Mm -hmm. Now, you know, I was not a, a runner in high school, but I started running in high school, meaning I wasn't on a high school team. Like you swam for your high school swim team. Yeah. And so then you didn't do that in college, but then you, you you ended up swimming in college. So for me, I started running in high school, but I didn't, I didn't run on a team or anything. And then I was running in college and, um, the coach of the cross country uh, team saw me running one day and he was like, Hey, you should try out for the cross country team. I'm like, why would I do that? And they're like, we'll give you money and buy your shoes. And I'm like, <laughs> done deal. <laughs> <laughs> so I walked on and became part of the college cross country team, never ran cross country in my life. And I love to run and I love being in nature. So I was like, <laughs> what? That's awesome. I want to do that. Um, And so I fell into it in college just because it was a passion and you kind of kept your passion going. I didn't know that. Yeah, it was. I think that's when like everything clicked. And it was funny. I I actually was all set to go to Loyola. I had my deposit in. Wow. I was looking for a roommate. and I was going to be, I was, I was actually going there knowing I wanted to do business. And then my parents were like, I really want you to look at other schools. Just keep your options open. And I'm a very stubborn person. And I was like, I liked Loyola. I'm going to go there. <laughs> Everything else was blocked out. Yeah. And so we were coming back from somewhere and I visited um, Carol up in Wisconsin. I walked through the campus and you were going to say, this is the universe speaking through me for sure. And I was like, this is where I belong. I yeah. belong here. Like, this is my place. Yeah. And it was April 28th or 29th. I remember because the deadline is May 1st. So <laughs> I applied to school from my iPhone uh-uh. on my drive home. No. And like in that same day, like while I was there, and this was another funny thing. While I was there, my parents were like, let's go to the athletic building. Let's meet the swim coach. I'm like, no, no, like my time is done. I'm retired. I'm not an athlete anymore, even though I was still actively swimming and working sure, out. Sure, absolutely. Being an active person. And I go and I meet him and he was like the nicest person. And I was like, oh, that coach Andy just seems like he's amazing. So I decided that day wow. that I was going to the, go to that school wow. and I was going to continue swimming. And like, I look back at it, I'm like, it's not, you know, it was D3, I walked on, it wasn't a huge deal, but it made such an impact. Like that literal day made such an impact on the rest of my life. Yeah. And it's like, 
one of those is it's weird to think back on on that and be mm-hmm. like what if i had never yeah gone there done that i go downtown now i'm like what if i did go to loyola yeah. would i be like the big corporate girl working in the chicago yeah. like area which i can't even imagine myself doing now but like yeah at that time that's what i thought mm-hmm. i needed to do or had sure. to do and it's funny listening um to your q a session that you did with your daughter like i felt a lot of that same yeah. like okay this is what I do next because this is what society tells me. Like if I like business and this is what I think I should do, this is where I should go. But then, you know, following a a few months after that, when I was picking classes for school and whatnot, I didn't actually know if I wanted to do business still. So I went both directions. I Mm -hmm. took two science classes and two business courses because I really liked um, just everything about like the the body Mm -hmm. like anything nutrition physical Mm -hmm. therapy like that's stuff I'm just so interested in and you know I now I am I have a lot of interest in it but it's more of like a hobby and stuff I like to look up on my own like I am a very creative person and I'm glad that I found the right path with marketing and design but Mm -hmm. um yeah it was funny because the first school I, I never even I was like I'm going straight in the business program yeah that's it I think we get those blinders on and especially when you're young and you have the expectations still kind of hanging on you. And so now you, you eventually fell into and followed your heart and you're doing marketing. Mm -hmm. So you graduate with marketing. So take us up to now graduating and, and, or spend some time talking if you want, like, what your college years were like, and then getting kicked out of the, you know, it, having three kids getting ready to graduate, I, I already know that they all feel this sense of fear mm-hmm. of, but this was safe and this was predictable and this was like structured and I knew exactly where I had to be and what time and mm-hmm. what do you mean I have to go like find a job? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And it, that really didn't hit me until senior year. And I think I blocked it all. You know, you go to college and that's every conversation that people want to have with you at Christmas. It's like, what oh, do yeah. you want to do? I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. Like, I'm just hanging out with my friends. Right. <laughs> and learning stuff. <laughs> and it's. And that's awesome. Yeah. And I've, I've never, I was never a great student. Like, I just, I really, I did what I needed to do. And turned it in. Right. I never really went above and beyond. Yeah. And that was, that's what was funny. When I kind of knew, like, I took my first graphic design course, and I I did projects twice because I loved, I loved it so much. It was like, I remember one project, we had to build a website, which is funny. Now, looking right. at what I do. I made two. <laughs> oh, and my, my goodness. I, I couldn't decide which one I wanted oh, to present. Oh, my goodness. And I was like, these are both they're great <laughs> looking back at them they were awful they were horrible but I like I think that was like the first time I really went above and beyond in my schoolwork see and we talked a little bit about that in the I think it was the second podcast what I did with my daughter and we talked about being in the flow like yeah. you know you know because her question you know is years kind of like you four years, four years ago, ago yeah. going I'm not sure what I want to do with my life and how do I know if it's the thing that I'm supposed to do? And part of that is you 
just like when you walked upon, you walked on that, the, the college campus and you're like, I, I feel it like something resonates here. Yeah. Um, and now knowing you, I know you're, you're quite intuitive, but we, you, if you listen to that, it will guide you. And so when you are in your flow, when you are losing track of time and doing mm -hmm. projects twice, <laughs> you're doing something that your heart, your soul is aligning with. Like right. you're, it's singing to you. Like, yes. Right. And I, I don't even think I picked up on it. And now it's, it's funny to look back and realize like all these things happened for reasons. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, I, you know, college, especially the first three years, like for me, I, I was, I was having fun, but I like the, the school aspect to me just came so easily. And you know, again, looking back, it was like, cause I was on the right path. I was yeah. doing something that I was yeah, meant, meant to, to do. and supposed to be doing. And all my friends who are nursing, who were nursing students, cause I went to a nursing school. Okay. <laughs> they had a small business program, but it was predominantly a nursing school. Okay. They will all hate me because I had the least amount of homework yep. for all of them. Like, Let's go out. Like, like, we do can't. you guys want to go walk to the park and get Panera and do this? And they're like, we have like 10 tests yeah. this week. I'm yeah, like, oh, yeah, yeah. I have to make a deck of cards for my graphic <laughs> design class. But it's, it, you know, I think too that just speaking to that, sometimes society places more importance on, um, Oh, or like, like you have to do hard things mm -hmm. all the time in order to be successful. Like you got to just put nose to the grindstone and just crank it out and just, you know, don't come up from air and right. just work, work, work. And I, honestly, I think that it's your generation that are teaching people in my generation a lot. Yeah. About how we should approach work now. Yeah. And I I fell into that my junior year, I think, was, you know, that's like the time in school when your classes do start getting harder. And mm -hmm. you, you are feeling more pressure of what class do I take? What job do I want? Right. So what class do I need to take? Right. And I was still... I have no idea. I'm going to yeah. get a marketing degree and this is great. I can go work anywhere, but doing what? And that's what I still didn't know. And that's where I really started to struggle. I think the most with, okay, now I really need to start facing like what is beyond that College. door. Yeah. And looking back, I'm like, okay, I've come on Maggie, like self-talk, like, You've done this before. You did this in high school. You thought you weren't going to make it. You didn't think you were going to go to school, blah, blah, blah. You can do this again. But this time I think it was a lot harder for me because I made my college um, life comfortable and similar to what I was used to yeah. because I kept swimming. I kept, yeah. I was around the same type of people, you know, like yeah. sports teams, like attract right. similar types of people. Like I had a very close-knit group of friends in high school. I had a very close-knit group of friends in college. Yeah. And it was like, so now I'm responsible for myself. I have to go find a job and afford my life right. that I don't know the first thing about 
any of that. Right. Like, I still struggle to do my taxes. Yeah. And I'm for reals not going to be an athlete this time. And it was like, I think I've talked about before it just being like this loss of like identity of like, okay, so now who am I now that I'm not a student? I'm not going to have somewhere to be or somewhere to go every August, like when that rolls mm -hmm. around. Um, and it was funny, I was talking to somebody the other day and she's like, oh, it hasn't hit me yet that I graduated. And I was like, it will hit you August 15th. Yeah, it won't yet. August 15th, when you realize you're not going back to anything right that you have been for the past 15 years, yep. it's going to hit you. It's time to start something new. Right. And I was so terrified externally. Mm -hmm. I was like out, you know, with my friends and having fun and we were doing this, that and the other thing. But on the inside, it was like I was curled up in my bedroom, like shaking back and forth, like, oh, my God, like my life feels like it's ending for some reason. It was yeah. such a scary, like anxious time. Yeah. And that's really like junior year. I made myself so busy. I was going to practice. I was working. I think my, I think I was working two jobs. So I was working on campus. And then I had an off-campus job, too. So I was an athlete, a student, working two jobs. And, like, I still had a social life and everything. And it was just, like, every emotion, mm -hmm. I was like, nope, buried. Mm. I'm doing something different. So um, let's fast forward to graduation. So now you've graduated. Yes. And you've kept yourself very busy. And now the day happens. And now it's August. And you're like, what do you feel because this is where i think a lot of people who are graduating right now yeah have this sense of excitement and dread and yay let's take a photo and oh my gosh what am i like tell me take me through the swirl of emotions that you think helped you and also could help someone who is at this time in their life process all those emotions yeah <clears throat> so it's it's funny I say now, but I I think I see, and maybe this isn't the best advice for people, but I go back and I look at my graduation and it's a little, it's a little trauma for me mm. because I was in such a bad mental space yeah. that I wasn't, I didn't even enjoy it. Yeah. And it's sad. Like, and I, I see all of you know, I saw my brother graduate. It's like, this is the best time of your life. And I hope you're having the best time of your life. Yeah. I wasn't. Yeah. But um, as much as it was new chapter and, you know, you put on the face and you take the pictures and you celebrate, it was like, I was still in panic mode. Like I never got out of it. It was, yeah. I was like that for two years and I was very thankful that my parents saw it and were accepting of it because they didn't put pressure on me. I came home and they were like, you do what you need to do. You need to take a break from applying for jobs. Like they noticed how much it was getting me worked up. I mean, like to the points of hyperventilating yeah. of just hitting the apply button was yeah. like, it was like my biggest fear. Yeah. Like I would have rather played with snakes all day. <laughs> It's, it was the weirdest, weirdest, I mean, not weird because, you know, we all, I think a lot of kids like struggle with it and yeah. young adults, but 
I I remember my graduation. We had, I think it was like on a Sunday. We had to be out of our apartment like the next day, like by noon. And I was like, out of all things going on, now you're going to stress us out even yeah. more. And I remember my roommates had both lived locally. So they had already almost been moved out. And I was getting the U-Haul and they were gone. Like I went home after graduation and I was back to my apartment. And it was an empty apartment with boxes and nothing. Yeah. And it was like, oh, my God. Like, I just had what was supposed to be a really good, like, next step in my life. And now I feel the most alone that I've ever yeah. felt. And, like, physically. Like, I am literally alone right now in yeah. an apartment. Is it, Like, is this what my life is going to be like? Yeah. And it's so... It, I think that's just such a scary time that... Um, that was really hard to like come back to, I guess. Yeah. And have that first night of graduation be that lonely because yeah. then I drove home by myself the next day. Mm-hmm. You know, my parents had the car and all my stuff and they left and I drove home alone. And I remember no music. I'm a big music listener in the car. I jam it and blast it and sing my songs. I cried the entire time. Aww. No music, no nothing. Two hours crying yeah. and I remember opening the door when I got home and my mom just ran outside and Aww. gave me a huge hug and I think like we didn't really talk about it but I think she felt everything like yeah. felt all of my stress and all of the scaredness moving yeah. forward and that's when you know I came inside and was like I miss my friends and yeah you know I'm, I'm not gonna be an athlete anymore and I'm never gonna be at this point in my life and like this is all I've known for yeah. so long and so just like that entire all of those emotions then like yeah. I said earlier any emotion that came at me I was like whoop nope I'm going to go do something else now and yeah. <laughs> instead of deal with that. Um, and it's funny because that's um, as as bad as it sounds. I feel like that's where my um, kind of journey into where I'm at today as an athlete really started. And mm. it's it's funny now year after year looking back. I'm like, I I think I started this in the most unhealthy way possible. But I have, like, it has changed my life, and yeah. I have made steps for it to become a healthy way to yeah, not cope, but just yeah. be. Yeah. Um, now, we share this love for athletics, and it has been a coping skill in my life ever since I was 16. And, and I think I've shared this story at some point. It was the birth after my fourth baby. And I was struggling. Mm-hmm. And um, I remember my wid- my midwife said, well, you know, we can consider an antidepressant um, or you can start running again. She knew I was a runner. And she said, let's give it six weeks. Just start running again. And if you still feel like you do, then we'll start medication. And I was like, okay, fine. Does she even know how busy I am? Like, I've got four <laughs> babies. I'm nursing. How am I going to get this done? And I would nurse and then I would hit. I would go and run and sometimes it was 4 30 or 5 in the morning that i would be running in the darkness and running in the darkness saved my life Mm -hmm. and that's when 
I, I rekindled my love for running and it literally became an outlet for me to express my emotions. Mm -hmm. Often I would run and cry at the same <laughs> time. And it was such a release. It was an emotional release for me and it was healing. Yeah. It allowed me to move through emotions and knowing you now, um, I'm guessing that the movement of exercise also is a vehicle for you to move through those emotions, yeah. the difficult emotions in your life. It, it is, and I, it always has been, but it's just more so in the past few years that I've been able to connect those dots. Mm -hmm. um, my, it kind of really all started my going back to my junior year. It was like, okay, I'm going to graduate. I, I'm not going to be an athlete anymore. I need to, you know, the whole thing like I have to find something to do and I signed up for my first triathlon and I was like I don't know what I'm doing I <laughs> like, well, now, now this is this is interesting because what what the people who are listening or watching need to know is that like you're a superstar athlete, <laughs> and like you win races this is not just like dabbling and I think I'm gonna go do this little you know triathlon like you win them and so I think that that's, um, just share more about that because your growth as a person, me looking at you, I see your growth as a person and your growth as an athlete as being on the exact parallel trajectory in your yeah. life. And they, they helped movement, helped move you through your emotions and through your life. Yeah. So well, and talk about that. I have lived by this like motto, just being an athlete, that like I can do hard things. Like I can push myself mm -hmm. in the water on a bike, running. And in my head, and maybe this is like a very not sick, but like unhealthy mindset, it's like if I can push myself that hard, like I can do this. Yeah. And that really started like my, um, I was saying my junior year that summer, I was managing our park district pool that summer. And it was like 12 hour days, like in the sun too. And it was like, okay, it was a summer job. It was fine. But I was working 10, 12 hour days, seven days a week. Oh, wow. And this was like the peak of me just keeping myself busy. Yeah. Keeping myself busy doing what I needed to do. I was so disciplined, I guess I would say that I would go from that and then I would go straight to the gym wow. at nine o'clock at night and just you were running from something. work out and then run and then yeah. go home. Hi, how was your day? Good. Get my chicken breast and my broccoli that I ate literally every night that entire summer. Yeah eat it, scarf it down, go to bed, wake up and do the same thing the next day. I didn't yeah. talk to my friends. Like I just didn't, I wasn't living. I wasn't doing anything. Yeah. And I left, I quit my job like halfway through the summer. Cause I was like, this is, you know, I finally got to a breaking point that I was like, okay, I'm keeping myself so distracted and so busy that I'm now having breakdowns every yeah. other day. Right. And that's when it's not healthy. Yeah. And then little old me, I, I don't know of what I was seeking, a new challenge. Like, I had just left something hard because I wasn't having a good time. You needed something harder. And I think the week after, 
I signed up for a marathon. Oh, good heavens. And mm. I have, I was never a runner. Like I swam all growing up. I did gymnastics. I played water polo. I literally, like if there, we ever had to run, I didn't, I just, I'm not that person. I'm a fish. Right. <laughs> so right. I'm so I remember of that. telling my parents, like <laughs> I signed up for a marathon and they were like, okay. Why? <laughs> um, and the funny thing about it, too, is I had never ran over eight miles mm-hmm. for my training. And anybody that runs a marathon knows oh that my that's goodness. like... Yeah, because I've done many. Yeah. You, you go farther than that. You maybe. need to go a little, <laughs> like double that and then you a do. little bit more. You do. And, but I I finished it. I ran it that fall and I finished it. And my my hips were screaming and I was in pain for two days, but... I, I just like I think that that was the first time that I had this like um, real I think like athletic like mindset breakthrough yeah. that it was like oh my god that's the hardest thing I've ever done yeah now I can do anything yeah but I have continued that over the course of the year and it's always like it has now turned into a healthier <laughs> yes mindset yeah I do often still find myself like when I'm stressed, I'm like, oh, I'm going to go do this. <laughs> yeah. But it, 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 it's also, a, it's a release. But it, it's an it emotional is. release too. And then yeah. it allows you sometimes to, to remember that you can do hard things. Right. And, um, that was like after graduation, that's where I had a very big change personally. And I wish that there wasn't so much going on that I would remember it more. Because, again, I was stuck in this, like, bury, 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 bury it. Honestly, until maybe, like, two years ago. Okay. Um, but I, I came home after graduation. You know, I, I, I think I spent a whole week just doing nothing. Yeah. And laid out in the backyard. I just needed to, like, be by myself. Yeah, and decompress. Yeah, and I was very grateful that my parents allowed that yeah. from me. <laughs> I, like, came home and was like... So a note to all the parents. Let yeah. them veg out for a week. Literally. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to cook myself dinner. I'm not going to do this. Yeah. But I was very thankful for that because I know most kids don't have that opportunity. And, yeah. um, And that's where I was kind of, like, kicking myself, too. Like, okay, you need to, like, do something. It's You're not time. just going to come home and veg veg out and expect that your parents are going to take care of you either so yeah i was and that's where that discipline comes in because yeah you know you you do have that discipline you do have that that mindset of athletics that takes you into i need a schedule i mm-hmm. need to get a routine i i i can do hard things so let's go like yeah. and i think that's having that again that parallel <clears throat> with athletics and movement being a healthy way to create movement in your life where sometimes and i'll just do this with with like clients that i work with where they're having a hard time doing something like an, an on a personal level like mm-hmm. they want that new job or they want to tackle that new thing and i'm like okay well are you exercising no okay so the first thing we're going to do is we're going to walk for you know 20 minutes oh i can do that awesome mm-hmm. so then you walk for 20 minutes and then you're like but this has nothing to do with like the thing that I want to, I understand tomorrow I want you to walk for 30 minutes. Okay, fine. Yeah, I'll do that too. And then all of a sudden, like we get into this space of, um, now they're, they're walk running or they're doing something on all of a sudden they're like, you know, I never thought I would be a runner. And I'm like, that's awesome. So now let's talk about that job. 
Yeah. Because now you understand the connection between the discipline of telling yourself, oh, I don't think I can, you know, I can't run. Okay. But then I'm, all I'm asking you to do is go for a walk. Oh, right. I can do that. And then suddenly you trot a little bit and then you move a little bit and then you, you're kind of running and walking it. And now all of a sudden you're running. It's right. like, okay, so you didn't think you could do that thing. You moved that limiting belief over here to the side. So now let's tackle that job or that transition or that thing you want in your life life. And let's apply those same principles and those same tools. Mm -hmm. It's a lot easier for people to have breakthroughs with something as simple as going for a walk as opposed to let's go create a new job. Like right. that seems overwhelming and someone will shut down. Right. But then once you create movement physically in the physical plane, and then you take the lessons from that and then you go, oh, now we're going to take all that great stuff we just learned. Now we're going to apply it to this part of your life. And you kind of did that. You know, you had that discipline mentality. Yeah. And that like, it was like a daily stepping stone then because I got on this like motivated discipline track of like, okay, graduation's over. I, like now this is my future. I need to focus on this. Mm -hmm. And I was working, I was working at a restaurant bartending. Um, I was actually doing a lot of what I do now, like some freelance design work and also coaching a club swim team. I was keeping myself busy, yeah. but I wasn't in a career that I had just worked so hard for. And so, you know, meanwhile I'm training, it was like I it would go out and run and then I'd come home and apply for jobs. And it mm -hmm. made things less scary. And yeah. like the day-to-day the day-to-day -day do the hard thing to make the hard things easier became easier over time. That's great. I the love that. The funny thing was I signed up for another marathon, but <laughs> that was the last one I did. That's I haven't had an event that I needed to sign up for another marathon. Perfect. So if I ever do, check on I me. need to check on you. So you've graduated. Yes. You're now looking for a job. Yes. You're exercising. You're kind of finding your groove just a little bit. So tell us what's going on in your life at this point until now. Yeah. So I, it wasn't until February, the year after I graduated. So it was at about eight months or so that I did finally get my job, I, a job. Um, and it was a long, I mean, it was a long winter and I was, it did get to a point where my parents were supportive to a point that they were like, you can't be that picky. <laughs> you need to find something. Yeah. But I was struggling so much with this, like, I need to get a job and make a difference in people's life. Yes. I think a lot of young people and, feel that. Yeah. And it, I was like, no, Maggie, you need to get a job to pay your bills first. Yes. But and I think that's a disconnect for a lot yes. of young people because, and, and myself included, you come out of, you know, college and you're like, Yes, I'm going to do this amazing I have thing. to cure cancer. I have to do this. Yeah. And it's like, well, okay, that's great. But like Baby pizza step. place is hiring <laughs> and that's going to pay your rent. Yeah. So why don't you go do that job while you try to cure cancer and make right. the world a better place? So I, and I, I got to that point where I was uh, waitressing and bartending and I decided to basically give myself like the goal and the timeline. I quit the um, the restaurant and I was like, I'm 
done because all the time and energy that I'm putting into this, I am going to throw 100% into job applications and interviewing. So I, I gave myself a month. I was like, I'm going to be done. I can, you know, if I say survive on my own, I was still living at home and, you know, <laughs> I, I, was, I had yeah. money. So, right. but, you know, I had, I had my student loans that I was starting to pay off and stuff like that. So it's like, I need to focus. So I need to get rid of the distractions for the first time in my life get rid of the distractions instead of create more and start applying. So fast forward, I, um, I did wind up going through a few rounds of interviews with, um, I would say like my job, but I'm no longer there. Things have changed now since then. But um, yeah, and I was hired on as a marketing assistant for a medical supply company. And, you know, it was looking back at it, it was like the perfect post-college job mm -hmm. but in my pickiness it wasn't I wasn't doing anything to make the world a better place yeah and that was the funny like in, in my head it was like I need to be making a difference I need to be making a difference I need to be doing something and I think that's just like shows my my passion I think towards yeah, a lot of stuff for and sure while I found my passion in what I wanted to study and what I wanted to learn, it was still, there was like this missing piece of like, okay, now I'm doing all of that. Like I'm running the social media, I'm doing the emails, I'm making videos, I'm doing all aspects of marketing, but I am not enjoying what I'm doing. So what, like, what am I missing? And I, it kind of came down to that. Like I'm, I don't feel like I'm making a difference in anybody's life. And I think that was just a hard, um, uh, it was hard for me to sit with that and mm -hmm. you know now I think I've just I, I'm not saying I have grown so much since yeah. I graduated that I'm not so much worried about the future at all yeah really anymore and almost to a, a fault because I kind of just leap and do stuff and I'm like well we'll see how this goes but it might be my influence it's crazy yeah <laughs> but it's crazy how much that's changed in four years yeah. I graduated in 2018 um so you said I just want to touch on one thing so you said you wanted to do something meaningful yeah are you doing something meaningful now and how do you know that you are <sighs> yes it's it's a tough question and like I, I said, like, I can't sit around and make emails about band-aids anymore. <laughs> and it's, it's like, I loved what I was doing. And I do, I do like, I know that I was doing meaningful work, right? you know, and that wasn't, it wasn't that I was sitting around and twiddling my thumbs all day. Right. Like I was doing work. I was doing stuff to benefit the company. Right. But I selfishly personally didn't feel like I was helping anything mm -hmm. it was like anybody could do what i'm doing i feel like i'm made for more so between that and just it was like just feeling uncomfortable and i think a lot of it was just going through my own like self-growth and i this was before i think i met you mm -hmm. that i left my job so you um, had just left yeah you had I, just you, left you were my first client i know and i said oh <laughs> you're cute you look talented <laughs> You want to work for me? What do you need? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but I, like, I, I got to a breaking point and I was like, this is not for me. I can't, yeah. I can't continue 
to do this and I think I this is where like I I can see so much growth in myself that mm-hmm. I'm like I still kind of amaze myself sometimes yeah. because I'm like how is it that like three or four short years ago I didn't have enough to like pull myself off the floor yeah graduation week and be like get yourself together yeah. like there's so much out there but there's so much growth that happens at this yeah time period like this is like there's times I think where we really do grow exponentially mm-hmm. and this is one of those times so for the young people like this is a time of growth this right. is a time of kind of it almost feels like a roller coaster where you are like I don't know what I want to do to oh my gosh I got a job and I hate my job I don't know what I want to do I got a new job. Oh, I love right. my job. I got a new relationship. Oh, I hate this person now. I, you know, I mean, it's like, it's, it's, it's really a jam-packed time of growth and confusion and change. Yeah. And all of that is normal. So I think like as an older person looking in at you and having children who are your age that are graduating and, and have graduated college and are now kind of figuring out their you know, their new legs to stand on and, and walk the earth. Mm-hmm. It's a time of of learning so much all at one time. Right. So I think, you know, give yourself compassion and have that ability to say, I don't have to figure it all out. Like right this second, it's going to be okay. The universe will catch me. And, you know, your heart is your heart is good and that you want to do good things. Right. And when you want to do good things, you're going to have doors that open. Right. And that's what I've seen just in my own. And like going back to kids graduating, it's like my biggest advice. Like I just wish that I could have talked to my self where I'm at now. All the kids that are graduating and listening, what do you have to say to them? I would shake myself first of all and be like stop freaking out for no like you're literally wasting days yeah it's gonna be okay being upset but like the tough love type part but the other side is like you the what you said you don't have to have it all figured out you don't have to look for the job on indeed that says that you are going to change the world either like you can apply apply to anything and everything and it if it doesn't work out leave yeah if it doesn't work for you leave there's always something else and i like that's still it's you can always change your mind right and it's still hard for me to wrap my head around now so i wound up leaving my job and i worked part-time but i jumped a hundred percent into just working for myself and i think like it's funny even my dad gets emotional and he's like i'm just so so proud proud of you of you (laughs) and i'm like why why I had to work, so <laughs> I needed to do something. And well, he's like, I just, the fact that you created that something you, out of, you had enough in you. Yes. And like, this comes back to the lack of self-worth and lack of, lack of confidence that yeah. I had with myself that I still struggle with, but it's gotten so much better and so much better to a point where I can just be like, I'm just going to start my own business. Yeah. And like in my head, then people are like, oh, what do you want to do with your business in the next three to four years? I'm like, don't know. I don't, I'm just going to see we'll where it We'll see takes where the me. wind takes me. Yeah. You're like, like a seed, Maggie. So I'm going to find a way to bring this to the garden. Because <laughs> we are in the I'm garden. I'm like the helicopters. You're like the little helicopters that drive me batty when they all start raining down on my pretty 
just a uh, mulch garden. I right, and then I have like two thousand trees sprouting yeah. in 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 with my flowers. But you, the, the universe will guide you, you know. And I think that that's something that I would say to graduating um, college students is you don't have to have it all figured out the day you like walk across the stage and be like, I know exactly what I'm going to do. It's normal to not have it figured out. It's normal to have a a grieving period. It's normal to feel sad. Mm -hmm. It's normal to feel like you just want to lay around for just a, a bit. It's normal to feel anxiety and pressure about doing the right thing and and changing the world and just to have compassion and trust yourself and know that you know if you're if you're walking and you're rooted in your truth and you have that self-worth and you do the you know spend time doing that spend time investing Mm -hmm. in moving your body and journaling and figuring out who you are Mm 